Hi guys, welcome to another episode of the Dramasology Podcast. In this episode, I am covering a highly, highly popular drama titled The Descendants of the Sun. There's about nobody that I've met that watches Korean drama that has not seen this drama, even if you've only seen like one episode. When this drama first aired, it was everything. Like it became such a phenomenon that there's about no one I know that hasn't watched this drama. It's kind of like Boys of Our Flower in that sense. Um, everybody has heard of it. Everybody has watched at least one episode. And since I am in that majority group that really likes this drama, I thought I would actually do a review of it because it was a really good drama. I really enjoyed it. I remember like waiting every week for a new episode to come out. So I've been going around trying to find the best summary for this drama and it's actually very difficult to find because there's just so much content about this that to find a like short synopsis is very difficult but i found one from apple apple tv says that descendants of the sun is a love story between captain yushi jin the korean special forces and dr kang Muyon, who is a surgeon at Esong hospital together they face danger in a war-torn country so that's the synopsis from Apple TV. And I think that's a better synopsis than what I've seen on like my drama list and Asian Wiki. Those are way too long for me to read. In terms of the casting for this drama, so because The Sentence of the Sun was such a popular drama, it was kind of the breakout role for a lot of the actors and actresses in this. For people like Song Gil and Son Joon Gi, they were kind of known before this, but not to the level that this drama brought them onto, right? So this drama, for those who don't know, stars Son Joong-gi as Yushi Jin. And I had known about Son Joong-gi before this drama aired in 2016. Like back then, I remember watching him in Werewolf Boy, which was kind of his breakout role with Park Bo-young. And after that, he then went on to do The Innocent Man which also I really enjoyed. But actually, he was also in, like, Song Yung Grand Scandal, which was, like, Park Min Young's, I think, drama at that time. And he was a support role then, right? And so, The Sounds of the Sun was that breakout role, even though, yes, he had become, like, a well-known name by this time. But The Sounds of the Sun really put him to a different level. Now, for Song Ye Gyo, She's one of those household names in South Korea, regardless, because she was in Autumn's Tale, right? And that was a really, really, really popular drama back in the day, right? She was also in That Winter, The Wind Blows with Jo In Sung. So she wasn't like unknown, right? But again, this drama was what like pushed her back into the limelight. And so for the two main lead, Sun Joong and Sung Gyo, this drama, while they were popular before, this drama kind of pushed them further into the limelight now for jingu who plays um sode young in this drama i actually didn't know him from anywhere <laughs> i'd never seen him before and i don't think i'd ever seen this drama before descendants of the sun now kim ji won on the other hand who plays yumyong ju in this drama i had seen her quite a few times <laughs> because she plays that teen girl role a lot and so she was in airs Playing like the second female lead that liked Imino's character, Kim Tan. According to my drama list, she was also in To the Beautiful You, which is actually a favorite of mine. And I actually, for some reason, don't remember her in that drama, which is weird. But she was in that drama. And so she's like been in dramas previously, but Descendants of the Sun was really that, you know, push, that big one that she ended up, you know, ended up being 
our most popular drama. I mean, now she's she's the star. She's, I mean, Find My Way. She's been in every major thing that we, we love her, right? But back then, in 2016, she was kind of a newish face, right? And then this drama also has a bunch, like a bunch of other characters and casting that's just fantastic because the ensemble in this drama just kind of, it's, it's what makes this drama. Onyu is in this drama. John Sujin is also in this drama. For those who don't know who that is, I'm not surprised, but she plays Riewa in this drama. And I remember her because she was also in Ears, right? She was one of those like canon fodder characters that was kind of, she's not an extra, but she's not important either, right? So I remember her face though, because she has a very interesting looking face to me. And when I saw in this drama, she's a completely different person and she ends up being someone i actually really enjoyed watching in this drama because i really liked her and daniel who was that kind of husband like he called her my wife but i mean they were not married or anything but i really liked their interactions in this drama and they were actually one of my favorite couple I actually liked them more than the second lead couple if i can remember correctly the reason why i watched this drama or why i started watching this drama was because everybody was talking about it like this was one of those dramas that the word of mouth had yeah taking over everybody was talking about this drama like sonjuki is in this drama sonjuki is in this drama like everybody was waiting for the drama to air because I remember it being pre-produced and back then it wasn't common for dramas to be like pre-produced. Nowadays it's getting more and more common with like the influence of Netflix and stuff like that. But back then it was unheard of, like not unheard of, but was very rare, but also unheard of for a drama with this kind of funding to be pre-produced right because he had a huge budget right and so they're like oh yeah it's pre-produced they went to greece they went like it was the talk of the town everybody was waiting for this drama to hear and honestly it did not disappoint so yeah that's why i watched this drama i think in the beginning because honestly peer pressure everybody was talking about it and i was like okay i mean i have to watch it now like i was excited as well right and yeah it did not disappoint i remember watching the first episode I think on my drama fever. People that don't know this, so there was once a platform that rivaled Viki before Netflix ever came into the game, before, you know, Disney Plus, Hulu, View, all those ones. There was a platform called Drama Fever. And this is where we watched all the dramas other than Viki. I, I was a Drama Fever fan. And Descendants of the Sun was on Drama Fever. If I remember correctly, I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure... At that time, in fact, it was Drama Fever that had the rights to air this drama, right? And Vicky did not. So I think I remember specifically watching this on Drama Fever. But I could be wrong. My memory could be failing me in that sense. But yeah, I remember watching the very first episode on Drama Fever and getting to the end where Yushijin and Hang Moyeon are on the rooftop and... The OST just comes in. So it's the OST always by Yun Mire. And Yun Mire is a fantastic like singer. She's a fantastic rapper. Honestly, she's just a fantastic artist. But I remember hearing that OST and the helicopter comes and lands on the top of the building. And I just fell in love. I was like, yes, like this is it. Like I remember liking it so much that I was like, this is going to go down in history. And it did. Like Designs of the Sun was perhaps the most popular drama of 2016 and maybe even 2017 because it was such a good drama and it has such a good reception. Like, people really liked this drama when it aired. It was in that one scene, I could tell just how much budget they put into this, like, how much money they threw at this because 
before that time, like blockbuster Korean dramas were kind of rare, right? And so, the sense of the song being this fantastically produced drama just like made it so popular. And that episode just made me want more. And so, yeah, my very first thought about this drama was that, first of all, <laughs> it looks expensive, right? But also, it wasn't cliche. For the one like episode I watched, right, I could tell already that this was going to be a little different, right? And I was proven right because if there's one thing I liked about this drama, it was the fact that there were two lead couples. So there was not love triangle in the traditional sense, which back in 2016 was still a thing, right? Just having two couples that were both invested in their own respective relationship, but could still come together to be friends, you know, was very nice. And I think that's why it really captured the, you know, wider audience and made everybody fall in love with this drama because Yushijin and Kang Moyeon were interesting, but so was like Sode Young and Yoo Myung Ju. They had different dynamics and it still worked well. There was even a third couple, which is actually my favorite couple, right? Which was Yewa and Daniel. They didn't give them a lot of screen time, but they actually were my favorite, <laughs> actually, because I don't know, there's just something about their whole dynamic that I would have liked to see as a drama. Because before this drama aired, I had never heard of like Koreo people. Right, that is people that, you know, were displaced during the war. I had never heard of them. And so having a character like Yewa that was a Goryeo woman, you know, that I think she lived in Russia, was born and raised in Russia or something like that, um, was very interesting to me. And so having that relationship was just so interesting to me and I wanted to see more of it, right? Um, it's a shame that they've never really explored that kind of like dynamic. Um, I think this is the only drama I have seen that features a korean that's that does not live in korea right um and i would have actually liked to see more of them but for what they gave me i really liked it i really liked their chemistry daniel was such a flirt and everything about their dynamic you know just worked for me i really liked it another thing that made this drama stand out i think was just the settings and the scenes like this drama is very beautiful <laughs> like the scenes they actually shoot the episodes in were very very good i think they shot in greece there's this like scene where um yushijin takes kang Moyon to somewhere in greece right and it's just so beautiful i remember seeing that scene and be like oh my god like i kept going back to like the budget that this drama must have had but yeah story wise i will say that this drama does a good job in that it's showing you a relationship that would otherwise not work because one is basically a killer, right? They really try to like humanize what Yushijin is doing. But I mean, soldiers are, they are good for the country. They are supporting but bad for everybody else, right? That's like kind of the staple of what a soldier is, right? Um, They try to make him seem very human, very humane, very, like, a very perfect human being, actually. Um, And then you have Kang Moon Wu is, you know, the, she she's a doctor at heart, right? She really cares about people and trying to heal people. And so having two extremely different kinds of people that I, I, I guess are both working for kind of a common purpose. They are doing it in very different ways. Showing a relationship between two different people in that way was very interesting. It made it, again, not very cliche. Like, he actually had a very good premise, right? Seeing their relationship evolve, despite all their differences, was very good. But again, I do 
I have to like make the critique that they do show Yoshijin has been a very good person, right? And so he's able to kind of bridge that gap with Kang Moyon that would otherwise not like him because he is like is a soldier, right? But you know, they they show you really them and their relationship and their dynamic without kind of like the position and the role they have as doctor and soldier right and it was very like it was a very good portrayal same with Sode Young and Myungju like they are both soldiers and that's a very different dynamic but also it's funny because Myungju is a senior probably by nepotism and Sode Young kind of has to I mean actually when you think about it if we have been honest the power dynamic is kind of like uneven in the sense that Myungju has such such power over like Sode Young, right? Not only is she his senior, right? Her dad is also like their like commander or something, right? And so that was a really uneven like relationship. But it still worked because Sode Young really like he really liked her, right? Um and they really liked one another. So we kind of brush it aside. But in real life that's actually a big problem. But yeah, so two really good relationships and they show us they also like they are good at putting in scenes that were funny. So the character of Song Sanghyun and Hajei, right? Those are two, like, I would say tertiary at this point. Tertiary because there's a second lead and then there's, like, a tertiary or a third main lead couple, right? Who are, like, older than, like, our main cast, right? Um, But they are also that comic relief and, you know, watching their relationship also evolve in this strange war-torn land was also very good right they were they were like that comic relief couple right um a little older but still comic relief right and so the drama really had a balance of everything and made it very interesting to watch in that sense right sonjungi was very cool just to watch because he's very handsome and they, like i'm sure there were a lot of food i wanted to like marry military men after the drama aired that's how good sonjungi and like the rest of the like soldiers showed or should I say romanticized the military life because Yoshijin was a cool person. Like honestly I could see why Kang Moyon had to fall in love with him, right? They really made him like the coolest of all cool guys. Like he was very hot and very attractive to watch. You know, moments where he, you know, just took charge and, you know, protected everyone. He was never like hesitant about things. He always because he was the team leader and he was always there for his team and make sure he's protecting everyone. And they all trusted him, right? And that made it such an easy watch, right? So yeah, Yushijin was, you know, everybody's favorite soldier, right? The way like Domingun is everybody's favorite manager. <laughs> Um, and for those who don't get that reference, that's um, Domingun is John Junior's manager in My Love from the Star. Now, moving on to the music. I've said it in past episodes that really the OST for a drama can make or break that drama. Depending on how well the OST of a drama is, it can shoot that like a mediocre drama to the top and make it seem amazing. And a really bad OST will like mess up a drama to the point where you can't watch anything right also you have to be able to time OSs to come in at the right point the science of the sun does an amazing job in like placing different OSs at certain times the OST for this drama was not only amazing was not only just just like music i mean literally music but it was like honey right to to my ears because 
there is not one OST in this drama that I dislike. I liked every single soundtrack. Yunmire's soundtrack, Gomi's soundtrack. Like everybody had such good distinct OSTs that it just worked so well in this drama. And so every almost every song in this drama was a hit, right? I think Gummy had to probably sing You Are My Everything a billion times because it was such a popular OST if I remember correctly. And so that's one thing again that this drama does well. Like the OST makes this drama like even though this drama is fantastic, the OST just makes it even better. That was another thing that just worked for this drama. Why I don't know anybody that hasn't seen this drama, if you've not by chance you know i've just decided you know i'll check this later really this is a drama that should be on your top 10 list of what to watch next along with boys of our flower and i i'm not actually joking about the boys of our flower one because people think i am but honestly i think it's a rite of passage that everybody has to watch that drama at least once because that drama is easily one of like the worst and best dramas i've ever seen and i feel like that's everybody's rite of passage you have to watch boys of our flower at least once <laughs> because Everybody has, right? And so you have to be able to be like, oh, you've also seen Words of a Flower. Oh, you hate it too? Yeah, welcome to the club, right? So, yeah. Other than Boys of a Flower, The Sounds of the Sun is another drama I think everybody should watch once. Um, it's a really good drama. Heavy on the romance, but also heavy on the action in like specific ways and like certain scenes. And so it's a really good drama to watch. And I really enjoyed it so, so much. And I recommend it to everybody. But yeah, that's been my review of The Sentence of the Sun. Thank you guys so much for listening. Have a nice day. Bye.